And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, your host for the show. At Daily Confidence, we share tips, strategies, and actionable advice that you could use to boost your confidence when it comes to running your business mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Now, um, after the show and during the show, we usually do a draw. We give away gifts. And for you to qualify and enter the draw, if you like the show, if you subscribe, comment, ask questions during or after the show, if you tag a friend who could benefit from the conversation that we're having, uh, what else could you do? Uh, you could follow, subscribe on any channel, then you would enter your name and into the draw to win the gifts. Now, another announcement is that the confidence giveaway is coming up and the theme of our giveaway is to help entrepreneurs boost their confidence in different areas of business. And Ellen, my friend, our today's guest is going to be uh, one of the contributors. <laughs> we got seven categories uh, of gifts that we give away to entrepreneurs, starting with mindset, which is the most important one. Then we got sales and marketing. We got business strategy, finances, funnels and technology. And we got one or two other categories as well. So if you're interested in hanging out with us, uh, hanging out with uh, a list of amazing heart-centered entrepreneurs from around the world, then feel free to check out the details here. We still have a few spots for contributors as this is coming up during the week of May 31st to June 6th. And uh, you still have time to join us, grow your list in your community and hang out uh, with people from around the world. All right, so the details are, and if you're listening, uh, the link is dailyconfidence.show forward slash join to join us as a contributor. Now, my guest today is Alan Finkelstein. Welcome, Ellen. Hi, thanks for having me, Mustafa. Great to have you. And today we're talking about five ways to multiply your business with partnering, right? And I know a lot of people have questions about that. How do I partner? How do I find a partner? Now, she's not only going to give you just one, she'll give you five ways to grow your business and multiply your business through your um, through partnering. Now, let me do the proper introduction for Ellen, and we're going to dive right into some very interesting conversation. So, Ellen Finkelstein teaches experts who want to get their knowledge out to the world who how to reach more people with profitable online information, products, and courses. With over 20 years online, Ellen has created websites with high search engine rankings and over 30,000, 300,000 visitors per month. Did I get that right, Ellen? 300,000? Yeah, one of my sites. 300,000 visitors per, per month. That's major. Over 22,000 subscribers and many followers on social media. She's also an author published with major publishers such as McGraw-Hill and Wiley and & Sons with books ranking up to 1,200 pages. Whoa. That, that one on the top. There you go. She uses her experience to help others turn their knowledge into online products so they can transform others. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you. Great Glad to, to see you again. How are things? Things are going really well. Good for and you. And I'm really excited about trying to help people figure out how to partner because I think that when people are just starting out, especially if they lack confidence, 
they feel uncomfortable not only promoting their own things but get asking other people to promote for them like am i exactly. have somebody to promote for me and i it's just so crucial you can't do it all on your own if you have one product after a while you promote to your people and then whoever buys buys whoever doesn't doesn't and then you're done you know you have to find other people to to promote you as well Beautiful. So gang, if you're watching or listening to, uh, to this uh, live, if you have questions about ways to multiply your business with partnering and finding partners, pop them in a comment or in the chat box, and we'll do our best to answer your questions as we go. So Ellen, what is your story? Where do you come from? Uh, how did you get into what you're doing these days? Well, literally I come from New York City. Some of you might still recognize I have a little bit of an accent. There's a saying, you can take the girl out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of the girl. But anyway, nice. uh, so when my kids were little and I needed to work at home and I started doing first some technical editing and then that eventually morphed into writing books. And so the one that you see on the top I was pointing to was what, what it kind of ended up to, which was uh, ended up being a 1200 page book for Wiley and Sons, it's called AutoCAD Bible. I don't do it anymore, but it went to 17 editions and 14 languages and all that kind of stuff. And then I started writing books on PowerPoint and that ended up being an area that I really specialized in, PowerPoint, which worked into speaking. And, and then I had my own, website and my own online business i started teaching people how to how to turn their own knowledge into an online business and that i do at changetheworldmarketing.com so that that's kind of how it morphed fantastic so what do you do these days and who do you serve i serve experts and experts are people who have knowledge some expertise some knowledge some skill that they can teach others so to give you an idea who that isn't, for example, if you are a healer with some special technique that you feel only you have, you can't teach, you're not there to teach other people how to do it. You're not going to give a class in that. You're going, you want to serve, it's a service business based on your own special whatever ability, I guess. But if you have knowledge that you can teach others, help others with, and convey it whether you do it through speaking or writing or whatever it is you can create products and courses that's who i serve and so there are people who do a service-based business um, maybe they are health practitioners but they there's so much knowledge that they have to help other people let's say be more healthy that they want to get out and so they can create products and courses and they can either they can do it, use it in a few ways. So either they want to transition to that. They don't want to do one-on-one -on -one anymore. They want to serve more people and make more money, or they want it to be a supplement to what they're doing, or they want it to kind of be like a funnel to lead up to some of their higher end courses. So what, however you gained your knowledge, whether it's in the corporate world or as a consultant or a practitioner, however you gained it, you can take that and create products and courses and reach more people, make more money and, and help, you know, help more people. So that's what I help them do and who I help. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, what is your definition of partnering? What do you mean by partnering? Well, partnering means you don't do it by yourself, obviously. And that's a really important thing, as I mentioned earlier, that you can't you can't really grow your business significantly on your own. 
So I've come up with, and these are not the only ways, but five ways that I think almost anybody can part. And, you know, they're just all very different things. And so can I just go through the five and then we can go into them as we go up? Let me ask a couple of clarifying questions and I'm gonna, okay. we're going to get into that. Um, wh why do we need to find partners? Like, can, why can I just not do it on my own? So as I mentioned, if you have a product or even, so if you have a product and an audience, after a certain number of people in your audience buy your product, you email them and you tell them about it, then you know maybe a few people later will, will buy from you. But after a while, the people who are gonna buy, buy. Now you have two alternatives. You can keep on creating new products. And that just gets a little crazy to create new products over and over and again. And there are some people who do that, but it's pretty hard. Uh, but you can do a little bit of that, but you can also big, make your audience bigger. So either you need to have more content or more people to promote your, you know, your content to. And when you partner with other people, they bring you a new audience. So I tell my people about Mustafa's product or his, your, you know, your marketing course or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you have my audience to promote to. And so you can sell to more people. Right. So you tap into other people's resources and to their audience, their, their yeah. subscribers specifically. Right. Absolutely. So when are people ready to partner? When is a good time to say, you know what? I need to go find partners. As soon as you have your free offer. So when you have your free offer and you have a, that whole system set up, so you have an opt-in page and a thank you page and autoresponders and a delivery page, it's all kind of set up there. Even before you have anything to sell, it'd be nice if you had something to sell, but even before that, you can partner. And this is called a, a freebie swap. And so you can do this with very few people on your list. And you can start with you know other people who have few people on their list. And you promote that person and they promote you. Usually it's a swap kind of thing. Uh, and you, t you find people who serve the same audience as you. And you say, and you get on a meeting with them on a Zoom meeting. And you say, uh, you know, I really love your freebie. This is my freebie. Could I promote your freebie? And would you be willing to promote mine back? Here it is. And let's let's look at it and see if it's a thing that we can do. And you just have to develop these relationships continually. I think that's something that people don't realize is that you have to be building relationships with people all the time. And but so yeah, very, very soon you can start. Fantastic. So as soon as you have your freebie, and that's something I think you need to create, that's something that I guess provides value to your audience. Here is maybe a, 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 a download, a checklist, a book, a training, a webinar, something of value that people would want to opt in to get access to. And then you do a, I like the fact that you said, we cross promote, we do a swap. I promote you, you promote me and then we go from there. Now, what do you say to people who say they aren't ready to partner? You are ready to partner. <laughs> You know, if you have a business at all, then you sh you need to be ready to partner. And if you don't feel you're ready to partner, then you're not serious about going your business, I would say. And yeah, so I, I just feel like you and there are people who are introverts and they feel uncomfortable meeting other people. So you have to meet people who you feel comfortable. You, you don't have to partner with anybody you don't want to partner with. And so mm -hmm. you, you uh, approach people 
and you could approach people by you know the people who you're on whose list you're on and these are maybe your competitors even and you like what they have and you might start one of my little um tricks about how to get some of these people to notice you is to do what you're doing right now which is to interview people and so you you say i love your stuff could i interview you and it doesn't even have to be an official podcast it can just be on your blog or facebook live or whatever you're doing and you promote that and that starts the relationship with the person uh, you've done something for them you promote that interview and then they're likely to want to promote you back you can talk about further promotions yeah i like the fact that you, you touched on, on on an objection that i hear a lot and that is i don't want to deal with people that i don't like and <laughs> the answer is you don't have to deal with people you yeah. don't like you only deal and make uh, promote the people that you like the person and what they offer right. obviously if you don't like them you're not going to promote them yeah. so if you talk to us and it starts with and like you said you have a conversation with someone if see if you connect with them see if they share the same values if they have the same audience if you like them and their offer then you would do so we're not going to blindfoldedly like promote something you don't know or you don't want or you don't support there's something else i want to say about that too uh some people feel uncomfortable about promoting in general and you have to understand that you cannot provide everything for everybody on your list. Yeah. And so it's a service to your subscribers to find other resources for them. And that's what you're doing when you're doing a freebie swap, for example. So you're not going to promote something that says exactly the same thing as your freebie, but something that provides extra value. It's like, you know, giving a link to a website. Here's a wonderful website, has wonderful information on it, but you're doing it instead as a partnership and, you know, you're doing this freebie swap. And you just have to realize that there are always going to be people who either will never buy from you or uh, aren't ready yet. You know, they're in a different part of their journey, whatever it is. And so you, it's valuable to your audience to promote other people. Fantastic. So they're getting more value. Uh, what do you say to people who have this resistance around uh, sending email emails to the list or promoting an offer to the list? What do, what do you how do you overcome that? fear or resistance or objection so a, a couple of things I, re I recently spoke with a client who hadn't emailed her list uh in two years <laughs> so to some extent you know to a large extent if you're not emailing your list regularly you don't have a business and so you know i, I just really want to be kind of a little harsh about that and to say that that's part of what you do and so there are various reasons why people don't want to email their list. Number one, I see people who just make a big deal out of every email. It's like takes them hours to send out an email. So it shouldn't, you know, send out just short little emails. Uh, How long does it take you? Um, it takes me about 15 to 30 minutes to send That's out it? an email. Yeah. So you yeah. just type it out, take a look at it, press send, done. Well, so I'm sending out emails every day. And there every is, day. I am. And there are email and and some piece of that email is almost always the same as yesterday. So I clone yesterday's email and then make changes in it. Really? So I mean that's examples. You see the book behind me. So it's a it's a at the end started eight hundred pages, ended up twelve hundred pages, and and that program that it's on AutoCAD updates every year. So I had to do it every year. 
So you would think like an 800 or 1200 page book every year is like crazy, but I'm only updating the changes in the book. And so while the first one took me 10 months to write, after that, it only took me three months, you know, even still, that's a long time. But but it's the same concept, you're only you're making the changes. And, and so it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't take that long. So that's one thing, don't make a big project out of it. The second ob objection I hear is that people say, I don't want to be always promoting. Mm -hmm. And so the solution for that, from my point of view, is to blog. And if you have to use PLR, private label rights content, because you, you know it's going to take you forever to write it, then do that and, and edit it and customize it and personalize it. But you should have something that's just information for people as well. And so periodically, if you have a blog, then you're giving them information and you're not promoting. So that gives you freedom to also promote at other times in between or in the same newsletter if you want to. I kind of put everything together uh, in one newsletter. And so people signed up for you because they want to hear from you. And if they're not hearing from you, and I'm sure if, you know everyone who's listening has had the experience where you signed up for something and then a month later you got something from that person and you went, who's that? I don't know who that is. Did, how did I get on that person's list? So, And so you unsubscribe or you mark it as spam. And so that's what people do when they don't hear from you. So if you have a business, you need to be finding a way to email people regularly, make it short, put in, you know, mix in information with offers and if you're not making offers you don't have a business <laughs> i love it so uh, so, uh, so i love the fact that you're like emailing your list every day and i hear the same objection i hear objections about people uh when i say uh, you you must email your list at least once a month like the absolute minimum right yeah, and then I was just going to say it depends on your audience. So I have another audience that's a corporate audience. I would never email them every day. They would not be happy about that. So it depends on your audience. Yeah. And if so, the other thing that I've that I personally say is if people join your list, they want to hear from you. Yeah. If someone gets bothered by hearing from you, they should not be on your list. Right, right. If, if if they opted in and you send them an email to pro provide value, to educate them, to send them an offer that may help them, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you emailed me, Mustafa. Then I, my response is, please click on the unsubscribe yeah. so I don't bother you anymore. Because right. guess what? When you opt into my list, chances are you're going to hear from me. <laughs> so there are some things you can do to help reduce. So, so number one, don't obsess over unsubscribes. I do have some clients who every day they look in their email program and say, how many people unsubscribe for each email? Just don't even look at it. You know, just stop looking at that. So that's number one. But number two is your autoresponders. So when somebody signs up, you should have a series of autoresponders that introduces them to you so that they know who you are. So they understand where you came from, who you serve, what you can offer people. You can uh, make a do make an offer or offer some additional things that they didn't even think they were going to get, whatever it is. And when you do that, then you kind of nurture them a little bit. You get them to know you and they're less likely to unsubscribe. So you should definitely use the autoresponders are the most opened emails you will ever send. So if you're getting 10% open on your broadcast, you'll get 50% on your first autoresponder because they want to see, get the link to, to where you signed up. So use those well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now that we have kind of addressed that objection, because 
to to do all these partnerships you need to promote and if if you have objections about against promoting then the partnerships thing is not probably going to work now that we have answered that objection mm -hmm. let's talk about the five ways that you uh, you can grow your business through partnerships okay what is it what is the first one so the first one i already mentioned that's promoting a freebie a freebie swap so you have a free offer you get together with somebody and you say i love your freebie uh, if you don't know them very well maybe interview them to get create a relationship and you know you should by the way uh you might have to contact five people before you get one good partner that's okay you know you have it doesn't they don't always work out but promoting a freebie cross promoting a freebie can bring you an amazing number of of subscribers especially if you do it regularly and it could just grow your list grow your list grow your list and of course you're doing that back to somebody else and so it, it's just really simple there's there's no um downside to it or anything like that good that's All it. Right. So, there's nothing else to say about that one it's really easy so the first one is the freebie swap what is the second one the second one is writing a guest blog post and if you're an expert and my target market is experts one of the things that you need to do is show your expertise you get the the authority of by writing about what you do or speaking about what you do we'll talk about speaking in a minute uh, but writing about what you do and you should be blogging on your own blog in order to develop that you know your thought leadership you're showing your opinions and you know that your knowledge about an area but writing a guest blog post introduces you to that person's audience and so then that person promotes their blog, that blog post on their blog to their audience. And, and then often this is also a swap. You might accept a guest on your blog as well, which is also nice. And so it, it's a little bit less direct than doing email. You know, when you do email, you say, I have this great free offer from somebody, click here and get it. It's you know, really direct. With a guest blog post, uh, you, you can say, uh, I, I have this guest who did a really great blog post on my on my blog, and I want you to go read it and comment on it. And she has a free offer for you, and go pick it up, and you know, and vice vice versa. So the people have to read a little bit, you know, but it it nurtures people. It, it gives you this opportunity to show them what you know, and so they they get to get a little impressed with what you know, and you know, maybe more likely to to actually sign up for. It. So that's the second one. All right. So the second one was writing a guest blog post. Yep. How do you go about real quick? How do you go about finding opportunities to do a blog swap or how do you go about that? So again, it's this process of finding other, you know, always being aware of other people around you who are in your field, who are open to partnering. Uh, I can talk a little bit later about ways to find people in general, you know, to find partners, because I think it's a general thing, not specific to that. Uh, certainly, if you notice a blog of somebody uh, that you think, you know, you, you go look, you see if they take any guests at all, not everybody does. Uh, and, uh, and then you can approach them. And again, you can approach it. I would, I guess I would not, I mean, there is a way of doing this for like really and so on like that you used to be able to blog on Huffington Post or something like that but for most in most cases you want to create a relationship and, and meet with the person and suggest a swap of of guest blog posts got it all right so what's the third way 
The third way is doing what we're doing right now, uh, speaking on a podcast, a webinar, or a web summit. In this case, it's a, a Facebook and LinkedIn Live, uh, but whatever it is, is, is speaking. Uh, and it, it's kind of similar to a guest blog post, you're, you're speaking, uh, and at the end, you usually you have the opportunity to give your free offer. So um, let me just go back to that guest blog post is that they will let you put a link to your free offer there so people can sign up so you can grow your list and you, you know from your list, you have your autoresponders and then you make offers and that how, how it grows your business. I just want to put that all into context of how this goes your business. Yep. Uh, and, and the same is true on a podcast. So you'll be able to give them a link usually to a free offer or a webinar or something, whatever you want to be signing people up for. Uh, and again, just like writing a guest blog post, speaking gives you the opportunity to show your expertise and for people to say, this is really interesting to me. So so, um, so you just posted up that link there. Yeah. Um, so we just, uh, you know, you and I are in this group together, mastermind group together. We recently heard about this example of someone who spoke on a podcast uh, about how he was consulting with businesses to uh, to help them. I don't even remember what it was, but he spoke on the podcast. And like the next day, he got an email from somebody who was interested. And like within a week, he had like a $60,000 contract to do consulting for this business. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa. So, you know, that can be very lucrative that this whole thing of show, of being able to speak about your expertise uh, is, is really powerful. Absolutely. All right. So first, uh, third one was speaking on, on someone else's stage. Exactly. Various kinds. Uh, what's the fourth way to find a partner and partner? So the fourth way is the way that most people think of JV partnering, which is doing affiliate marketing. Uh -huh. So I'm in the process now of promoting somebody who uh, teaches a, a program on how to create online courses, which is, and he is to some extent, a direct competitor of mine. And yet I'm still promoting him. And uh, and and I, I do want to say that that you can sometimes not always but sometimes promote people who are your competitors and and by doing that he's I know because I made that as a condition when we when we spoke he's going to promote me back and this is somebody who has a list of fifty thousand people it's a big opportunity for me and so it's it's a really valuable thing for me to for me to do to to do that and plus you know maybe I'll make some commissions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and it's almost like a secondary thing. Now there are people who do affiliate marketing; that's a big part of their business. I I have a colleague who makes four hundred thousand a year on affiliate marketing, and that's not like even the major part of her business. Uh, you know, that's not that's like less than half of of her business. And so, you know, you can do it obviously also for the money. So with an affiliate marketing, you do need some tech in place. You know, so when you were asking before, you know, when am I ready to when am I ready to partner? Uh, you know, you need the the software. Uh, most shopping carts have it. There are WordPress plugins. There are, there are like online programs that platforms that have it in there. So usually it's not a really difficult thing, but you have to. Um, so you have to have that in place and either know how to give a person their affiliate link or, you know, tell them how to get it. Uh, and then that person uses um, the affiliate link to promote um, whatever you have yeah. and, and and vice versa. You know, usually then you the person promotes you back, at least if they did well. And so I, I will say that when you promote somebody as an affiliate, you want to 
promote them. It's like do unto others as you have others do unto you. You promote them as you would like them to promote you. Yeah. And I've used this many times to really good effect to creating these long-term permanent relationships and people know I can get them fairly large numbers of people and they appreciate, you know, because I really, I, I really worked it. <laughs> I hustled for them. And so then they hustle for me. Love it. Love it. So the fourth way was affiliate marketing and, and uh, you know, uh, partnering with someone and promoting their uh, offer. What's the and, fifth way to and having having them promote your offer as well so as what, an affiliate? All right, so I think that's an important piece there, where you're cross promoting, and then you uh, you do a swap. So affiliate marketing, you know, there's a commission. So I'm not sure. I would call, to me, the word swap means for free. You know, you're just like you're just agreeing, and you you can do that. So I can promote your product and say I'm not going to get commissions, and you could promote my product and not going to get commissions. And I've actually been doing that with some people for a new product that I have, where I don't have a, a conversion rate yet because it's so new. And so I'm swap, I'm promoting them and they're promoting me. But with affiliates, you know, I'll promote this person and get commissions. And then afterwards, you know, that person will promote me. So it's not necessarily a swap, but but usually people reciprocate. Absolutely. Well, there's some yeah. reciprocation. It's not a one-way relationship. Right. Or, yeah, okay. Because um, the thing, like, personally, for me, I, I really don't care about um, the, the commission. I do not. Personally, I, I care about the fact that we are promoting each other if 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 we feel that it's a good good fit. Now, what's the fifth way? The fifth way is giveaways and bundles. And I know you like giveaways. You do a giveaway periodically. And a, a bundle is just a giveaway that's not free. So it's the exact same structure, except instead of it all being for free, people have to pay a certain amount to get in and then everything's for free. It's like what I call the Disneyland model. You know, you pay one fee up front and then all the rides are free inside. Uh, so that's what a bundle is. Uh, but in a giveaway, you have uh, contributors who are your partners. So they are all promoting your giveaway. And all of those people who come in go to you. So the big benefit is to organize your own giveaway. That's like really where the big benefit is. But... The contributors also get a benefit because when people come in, they can choose your gift, their gift, and you know they'll get a few some people onto their list from that, from offering that as well. And there are many kind of different permutations of giveaways. Uh, diff different, you know, everybody has their own way of doing it. Some giveaways there's a charge to the contributors, and some there isn't, and so on like that. Uh, but it, but it's definitely a partnership, and everybody. Uh, works together to, you know, the more people partner, um, promote, the more people come to the giveaway as a whole, and then the more everybody benefits. Fantastic. So now that we covered the five ways, tell us about your gift, uh, uh, Ellen, and what people are going to get out of it. Yeah, so my gift is basically much more detail about the five ways to multiply your business with partnering. So I talk about the five methods, and I talk about um, you know, how to approach people, how to approach partners, how to find your ideal partner, how to approach your, approach it. And then I go into each one of them in detail and, you know, exactly what to do for each type of those partnering. I go into some advanced topics 
which have to, one of them is promoting a freebie as an affiliate. So that's what you're doing now with that link there is that I have it set up in my shopping cart as a product. So it has an affiliate commission, but even though it's free. So, you know, that, sometimes you have to do a little manipulation to get that to work. And the next thing is using tracking links and counting clicks. So for example, when I partner with somebody like a freebie, I always use a redirect. And Pretty Links is the most common one. I happen to have a private one, but it does the same thing as Pretty Links, which is a WordPress plugin. And I need to know, so I don't use the affiliate link. I use that redirect, which goes to the affiliate link, but then my Pretty Links or whatever you're using keeps track of the clicks. And so I can say to that person, I got you 200 clicks. Can you get me 200 clicks? You know, it's just a way of, of uh, putting some subtle pressure on the person to do a, as good a job because they might not know. So, so for example, uh, you know, maybe the conversion rate of, is, is only 50%. So maybe they only got a hundred new people. So they don't really know how many people I sent them, you know, how hard I worked for it. So it's really, really important for you to track your results, what you get for other people and what other people get for you. Absolutely. You know, that kind of thing. For sure. So again, if you want to get access to Ellen's um, five ways to multiply your business partnering, and uh, she's giving way more detail and more advanced information in that <coughs> download, click on the link that I just posted as comments, and it is in the descriptions of the show. Ellen really knows her stuff. Like <laughs> she she is an expert on this topic. So go out there and uh, download and get access to this. Um, Ellen, you. You, you touched on a very important point, and, and that is um, promoting your direct competitor. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about how you overcome the resistance and the objection of, I'm not going to promote my direct competitor. I'm not going to send business their way. I want all the business to myself, and I'm not going to give it to no one else. What, <laughs> how do you overcome that? Um, so different people have different styles. So some, you know, some people might buy from my competitor who won't buy from me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I, I have found that pretty much all the successful people promote their competitors and they just don't worry about it. Uh, there's a lot, you, basically you're sharing your list with people and there's a lot of overlap. We sometimes call it a uh, subscriber incest. <laughs> Because that you know they're all brothers and sisters of everybody. You know we all have lots of people in common, uh, and and people not only have slightly different approaches, they have different personalities and so on like that. And so I just, you know, it depends what you're doing. Obviously, if you're a one-on-one -on -one coach type of person, you know, losing a person to your competitor can be a lot of money, and you know you might not get another person. But if you're doing something like an online course or an online product that's easy for you to deliver. You know, it's pretty much self-study kind of thing. Uh, I just think that you you get more benefit from it. Uh, so the ideal situation is that, the ideal situation is that, you know, they're serving the same target market, but doing something different. They're not your direct competitor, but I just don't think that you should shy. So, so this example I was telling you, this person that I'm promoting, who's my direct competitor, um, the reason I'm doing so well for him is because we have the same target market. My target market is the exact group of people that he wants. And so that's why it, it works so well. And then the fact that he can now promote me, he has
has the same target market I want. And not everybody who gets on his list buy from him either. Yeah, and right. so it's, it, yeah, I, I just benefit. Absolutely. So, so uh, the way I look at it is, let's say you have 10,000 people on your list or 1,000 people on your list. Chances are 9,950 of those people are not doing business with you. Right. And right. chances are a good portion of that list will never do business with you. But there is also a chance that they may do business with someone else because it's a better fit. And you can never um, understand why they don't do business with you and they do business with them. Like you could be offering the exact same thing, the exact same script, the exact <laughs> same model. They don't buy from you, but for some weird reason, they swipe their credit card on someone else's product. And yeah. here's, the, here's the kicker you might as well make some money on that. Yeah, yeah, you might as because well. If you, yeah, because otherwise- if it's an affiliate, if, if, especially if you know, you're making commissions, you might as well make some money on it. And I think people, uh, I think your list appreciates the fact that you are giving them a huh. resource that, you know, that is relevant to them, even if they know that you also offer that. And, and they sometimes, they, they even might, so I will tell you something. This is kind of an interesting thing. If you go promote somebody else and they don't buy from that person, they might come back and buy from you because then they appreciate, they see the difference and they kind of trust you a little bit more because they've been on your list for a while and they go, Oh, that person's charging two thousand dollars for a course. I never occurred to me I would ever pay two thousand for you, but you know what? Okay, maybe I'm willing to do that now. Now that I see other people are charging two thousand dollars for 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 that product, so or, or whatever it is, you know, it's not necessarily yeah. just the price, but what whatever it is, people then kind of come back to you uh, a little bit more um, likely to to buy. Fantastic. Um. Now, why isn't affiliate marketing enough? Why isn't affiliate marketing enough? So what else do you need to do? So first of all, uh, you know, the whole thing of growing your list is so important that you want to be swapping freebies. Uh, you know, and that's not really, I, I mean, in a sense, it's affiliate marketing. So if you have a back end to your freebie, um, which this product does, for example, I have a course on a similar topic and, you know, it, it will end up there and you would end up getting a commission of people buy. So, that, you know, there is some connection to, to affiliate marketing, but it's not direct, but you need to be working on growing your list just for the sake of growing your list. Uh, your, your list of support to your business and, and by the way, not only so that they buy from you, but so that you have a big enough list that other people want to partner with you. So, you know, I'm sure everybody has felt this thing of like, I only have so many people on my list. I wish I had a bigger list. You know, I see all the big people with big lists and they partner with each other. And so grow your list. You know, that that's the thing. And so all of these things, uh, the first things I said, you know, which was uh, swap, freebie swaps and and speaking on podcasts and guest blog posts, you know, all of those things are ways to grow and, and giveaways, being a contributor to a giveaway. These are all ways to grow your list. And that's the, the foundation of your business. So with a strong foundation comes a strong building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I guess 
This is one example where the size of your list is directly proportionate to the size of your bank account, given that you build yeah. a good list. Yeah, I mean, also, you know, you have to have good offers. You know, I I like to say one of my principles that there are three things you need for successful business, and one of them is um, an audience, one of them is a relationship with your audience, and the third thing is an offer that's relevant to your audience. So you need all three, but yes, it's it's very relevant. You got it. What's your favorite way to grow your list quickly? Organize a giveaway. And so you do that yourself as well? Yeah, I've done uh, three of them. And the first two, I almost got a thousand people in two weeks added to my list, which is just phenomenal. The last one was kind of funny because um, I was doing it as part of a workshop teaching other people how to to create a giveaway. And so I was trying to like help them grow their list more than I was helping to grow my list. And my list was bigger than everybody else's. So I promoted a lot to my own list, which is um, not a good thing to do when you're doing a giveaway because you're not trying to promote it to your own people. You're trying to get other people on. Uh, but even then I got, you know, I don't know, maybe three or 400 people in the space of a week. I also made it shorter um, onto my list from those other contributors who, who were in the course. And so it's just, it's, it, you know, you have to herd cats to get contributors. I'm sure you know that by yep. your own experience. I'm dealing with that right now. Yes, you are. Um, and, and you have to be willing to reach out to people and tell them what the offer is. You are like extraordinarily organized the way you do it. It's like almost, and you know, like, oh my God, he has like so many things here that I have to do and it's so organized and this is where I go to find this information. So it's amazing what you do. I don't do anything as sophisticated as that, but you, you do, <laughs> but you do have to um, get the people and you have to realize that not every, so there are four kinds of, this is true of any partnership, okay? So you ask people, so somebody says, some people say yes, and they do what you ask them to do. Like they say yes and they do it like, wow, okay. Some people say no, great. You know right away that they're not gonna do it. So the problem people are the people who say yes and don't do it. And then the people who just don't answer you because then you have to keep on asking them over and over again. Uh, so, you know, there is that herding cats type of thing. But other than that, the actual structure. So this is, you know, something people don't realize. It's just like any free offer. So a giveaway, you know, it, it, a free offer, you have an opt-in page and a thank you page and an autoresponder, delivery pages. That's how I structure it. And the delivery page is the link to your free offer. So on a giveaway, the delivery page is just the, the links to all of the free offers that all of those giveaways do. It's this exact, exact same thing. It's not any really any more, doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And so it's not hard. The, the technology is not hard if you have a free offer. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of organization and, and during the two weeks, you know, you have to you have to keep on encouraging keep the, the contributors to 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 promote. But right. it's just, it's you know, a thousand people in two weeks added to your list like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And if you bring in quality people, then you, then you create a quality list. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's a tough job. To find contributors to organize the whole thing and put it together, it it it's it, it's a bit of work, but uh, but it's 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 worth it to me personally. Because like you said, if you grow your list with the work and in our business, uh, having a good list and and the size of the list does matter. So uh, yeah, yeah, good. So um, where can people find out more about you? 
Well, in general, go to changetheworldmarketing.com. And, you know, okay. everything that you need is there. I have a, uh, a page, uh, an item on my website called freebies. Uh, I think this is one of them, but I'd rather have you pick it up from, have them pick it up from you. Um, but there are other, I have other free things there as well. 100 blog posts. So I have a lot of free information there uh, for people who want to, uh, who are experts who want to turn their knowledge into a successful product, a profitable pro product or, or um, course. Uh, I'm really focusing on people doing this online. I've been online since 1999. That was when I created my first website. Uh, with, yeah. So yeah, let's go there and, and join the tribe, so to speak. Beauty. So again, the link is in the, in the comments and in the description of the, um, uh, uh, the show and the podcast. So to get access to Alan's gift, go to click on the link or uh, it was change the world marketing.com. Yes. Change the world marketing.com because I like to serve people who have knowledge that can change the world. Fantastic. Now, since you're an author, let me ask you a couple of questions. Yeah. You have my latest two books. Wait, wait. What are? Here's one. The uh, the background is kind of being, uh, but anyway, that's one. Authors, because experts either write or they speak. So they, right. you know, you take you take your, um, and both of these were written with Connie Reagan Green, co-authored with her. Yep. Fantastic. Um, uh, what are two or three books that have made a massive impact in your life or business? So one of them is this one. Um, I have it right here it's by Tom Poland. And uh, this is not working too well. It's called Inbound Marketing Book. Um, it's the funniest name for a book. Um, but he said he did so he did uh, some keyword research and he said people were people were were searching for inbound marketing book so he put the word book on the title of the book you know it's called book but anyway uh, it's a a really comprehensive system of um using webinars to bring in clients yeah and 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 by the way partnering is a big big part of it so he he uses partners to to do that um yeah, just, Tom has been on the show, so yeah, and, I, I, okay. and he's got a great, great book and a great system. Right, right. Um, I just recently read this uh, online, online courses, courses by Danny, by Danny Innie. and he has other books as well. It's such a sweet book because it's done as a fiction book, but he does all the principles of creating an online course, uh, but in fiction format. So it's very, it's very charming, uh, yet very, um, you know, informative as well. So there, there are others, but. I would say those are the two I'm going to mention. Fantastic. Beauty. Now, if you had a Facebook ad or a Google ad where every person on the internet could see <laughs> your ad, yeah. what would be your message for the people? So it would be something like experts, turn your knowledge into online, profitable online products or courses. That would be the heading. And it might be a picture of like a happy person on a beach with a, with a, an iPad or, you know, like a laptop, you know, typing. So they're taking, you know, they're, they're like typing into it, they're working, but in a way that brings them more freedom because you're creating things that are not, that can be sold without your one-to-one -one 
uh, attention, you know, self-study courses, for example, or yeah. So something like that. Fantastic. What's, what's one advice that made a massive difference for you in your life or business? I actually think from Tom Pollard's book, it was this idea of swapping partnership swaps for promoting webinars, because I had always thought of them as having to be done in terms of affiliate marketing. And, you know, and yet you can do this swapping. So I've just, you know, found since then a lot of people who like to do it, that do it like that. You know, they like to promote each other's webinars and kind of sometimes over and over again. And these are people who have pretty big lists, you know, 10,000, 20,000 and up. And every time they promote you, you can get a couple of hundred people on your list who, you know, who signed up and you can promote them back. And so it's a kind of ongoing process. And then when you partner with somebody asking them, who else do you know? <laughs> who else can I, you know, would be a good partner, that, that kind of thing. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Love it. What advice would you give your 20 year old self? Oh, uh, my 20 year old self. Don't major in history. <laughs> All right. Tell me more. Well, I majored in history and I minored in math, which was a kind of, I have this funny two brain, left, right brain thing, like sort of a combination of, of holistic and technical together. So just, you know, for example, the book that I wrote, that one on the top on AutoCAD, which is a $4,000 drafting program and PowerPoint, you know, also some technical aspects of it. So there was the writing aspect of it, but then there was also the technical. So I've kind of combined them. And so majoring in history and minoring in math is a good weird example of that. But, you know, the history, the only thing I learned from history is, uh, you know, a couple of funny stories or interesting stories, you know, this wasn't. So what would you, what would you have majored in if you had to start all over again? I, at that point, I wasn't interested in business, so I don't think I would have at that point. Uh, but I think I might have majored in something like communication or, or you know, something like that or public speaking or uh, or writing, you know, that kind of a communication thing, because that's really been, uh, you know, a thread throughout my whole life. Definitely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, uh, any Anything else that you want to talk about or share that we haven't talked about yet? So I'd like this to make an offer that anybody who gets that free offer that you we, you just put the link up there that I'm willing to answer any of your questions about it. So uh, send it, you know, send me an email. When you sign up, you'll get an email from me. Uh, read through it in detail, and then if you have any questions about it, ask me, and I will respond. I'm willing to you know to to respond to you to help you partner because it's really important for your business. That's all. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of her name like that. How that's so funny. So uh, Ellen Jeez. knows her stuff. Obviously, she's an expert in this whole area of marketing, list building, affiliate marketing, uh, building your opt-in pages and the rest of it and the funnel. So do download uh, her gift uh, called Five Ways to Multiply Your Business with Partnering, which is a, a more detailed uh download on what we just talked about today and do reach out ask questions uh, and if she offers anything just go for it because she knows her <laughs> stuff 
right? And I'm also, I just want to say that, and part of it is, is that the thing that I really focus on that I'm an expert on is getting to the point where you actually create your product or create your course and how to, how to create it, how to plan for it, how to market it, how to, you know, how to organize it. Um, that book up on the top has like a, a 30 page table of contents. I really learned how to organize content so I can help people with that whole process. You know, that's where I feel my, my expertise is. I, I know you can tell people with a ton of stuff. So again, go reach out to Ellen Finkenstein and uh, she has lots to offer and she can help, help you with a lot of stuff. Now, thank you, Ellen. This was an amazing conversation. I really appreciate you and your expertise and I do look forward to working with you and partnering with you for years to come and uh, see what will transpire. Okay, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you, likewise. Now, so for those of you who are watching, uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback uh, about what we talked about, pop in the comments below or in the chat box and we'll get back to you. And as usual, if you like, subscribe and uh, ask questions or tag friends, subscribe to our channel on whichever social media platform or Apple or Spotify or Google podcast, you will get, get entered into the draw. Also, if you write a review about your experience in listening to this episode or other episodes, you also enter your na uh, name into the draw as well. Now, again, just to uh, uh, remind you that the confidence giveaway is also coming up. If you'd like to download a bunch of amazing gifts to boost your confidence when it comes to running your business, it is coming up during the week of May 31st to June 6th. We already have a line, amazing lineup of heart-centered entrepreneurs who are sharing gifts to help you boost your, boost your confidence. And we have a few spots left if you want to be a contributor. And just like Ellen talked about, build your list. And we have uh, uh, worked in a, an amazing community building aspect into the giveaway where you get to hang out with uh, contributors like Ellen and other great people and get to know them and maybe partner with them moving forward okay so there's a lot of value there and uh the link is let me just put the link here in the chat box again it is dailyconfidence.show uh, uh slash forward slash join and you can get the information there thank you for joining me thank you again ellen uh, great to have you uh looking forward to seeing you on uh, the next episode have yourself a great day take yourself uh, take care of yourself and stay confident and we'll see you in our next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye, everyone.